0: Warning, the first 13 episodes of this podcast suck Merlin's left saggy nut. Please start your listening at episode 14, or at least the Christmas special, for adequate comedy content. Thank you for choosing the Hot and Pottered Podcast, where the jokes are dad quality at best, the points don't matter, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Hello, 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 and
1: welcome to this week's episode of (laughs) The Hot and Pottered Podcast! I'm your host, Jake On.
0: And I'm your host, Caitlin.
1: And blimey, this might as well be the very <laughs> last episode we do of this Harmony Story by Fruity rowing.
0: Yep, it is. Unless, um, I read the author's note. Unless they decide to put an epilogue in, but they, they probably won't. That's what it said. Don't, don't you fucking dare, prudes. I see you looking at me. I swear to God. I just put, I just hit record. That's, That's what I fucking thought. It. Ghost! Ah. Anyway.
1: He's just sitting there waiting for his opportunity to strike.
0: With a ghost wank. Ah. Ah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Hot Potter Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, on
0: And I'm Caitlin. And on this podcast, we read and talk about Harry Potter fan fiction that makes us all, dare we say, hot and Pottered. Disclaimer, we do not own Harry Potter. All rights reserved to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. We just doing this for fun.
1: And hide your kids, hide your wives, cause this shit's explicit.
0: Ooh, so smutty.
1: E X X X explicit.
0: Welcome back to the High Five Podcast. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of the Christmas special? I thought it was great. Just listen yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm
1: sure that was pretty uh, Wow. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's pretty... where the good smut is.
0: That is where the good smut is. This story triple. just
1: kind of started going downhill for the past few episodes <sighs> of not giving us anything to work uh,
0: on. Triple Xmas. That was the, you know, that was the time. Anyway, I think this is gonna premiere in 2021 isn't it oh nah, no it won't december 30th all right well
1: in the year of the bang fruity rowing let's do it
0: yeah let's fucking do it let's see what happens who got it avada kedavra but first oh yeah
1: that's right that's where we left off
0: it's time for the thing we do on this podcast this is a podcast mary Murder. Oh, thank right. you so much for joining us again on this week's Shag Mary Hex Murder. I'm your host, Caitlin, and let's see uh, who's going to be our contestant ooh, for ooh, today. Pick me. Pick me. Ooh, ooh. Oh, let's ooh, see. Ooh. Literally <laughs> anyone else. Ooh, You suck! Nope. I'm here. I'm ready. Pick me. Uh, all right. You in the blue sweatshirt. Oh, that's me! Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, they call me Jake on? Oh, that's so nice. I'm a winner. <laughs> that's what my mommy always told me. Okay. All right. Are you my mommy? No. Then this is not a Dr. Seuss book. All right, today I'm going to. Next fuck? Book, that's it. That is it. You're getting the ruler, young man. Don't make me do it to you. That <laughs> put you in the Well, that has never happened to us before, but all right. (laughs) This week on Shag Mary Hex Murder, we have the Hogwarts Founders, Godric Gryffindor, Salazar Slytherin, Rowena Ravenclaw, though I prefer Rowena, like who's named Rowena, and Helga Hufflepuff, my personal favorite. Who are you going to Shag Mary Hex murder?
1: We're Shag and Helga.
0: I swear yes. to god it. This is another BBW bullshit I'm gonna.
1: Oh, uh, I was about to, that's what I was about to say.
0: I'm gonna call you 100%. a dumpy little witch, all right?
1: 100%.
0: No, come on. What's how,
1: what's her description? She's described as, you know, chunky, right?
0: Oh my god. Dude, you can't, you can't say that.
1: You can't oh, say that.
0: Why can not I say that? Chunky? No, let's go with curvy.
1: Oh, I mean, there's curvy and then there's chunky.
0: Well, it is rumored that all of the Hogwarts recipes that are still cooked today were her recipes.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah, so she, <laughs> she's living her best life.
0: <laughs> Continue. How are you doing it?
1: How are we doing it? Oh, I just want her to sit on my face.
0: Masturbation break. <sighs> Next. <sighs> um, we're
1: marrying Rowena.
0: Of course. Obviously.
1: She's the, the dark smartest idiotie. of the
0: bunch. Spoken like a true um, Ravenclaw. Damn. What is this, two Ravenclaws in a row? Like, if we just, you know, pretend the whole Santa edition of the Shagmere Hex murder didn't happen. That's what I prefer. Anyway. Um, How are you proposing to her?
1: I'm going to take her up to the Astronomy Tower, gaze at the stars, and then just get down on one knee. Just Semi-dramatic, but not over the top.
0: What are you going to say, Jacob?
1: <laughs> Rowena. Will you have me forever and always? Always. Always.
0: Is that her response is just her blowing you?
1: Let's bang. Oh
0: my god. Please don't fuck her off of the astronomy tower. That would be real awkward. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. The Daily Prophet would have a really hard time covering that up.
1: I mean, it wouldn't matter. No, it wouldn't matter. You can just, like, you know, float yourself towards the bottom.
0: Oh, does she always just keep her wand in her butt? Obviously. Swip it out?
1: You don't <laughs> talk about your wand. That's like...
0: In your ass.
1: Sex Ed 101. Like you- <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. Wandus vibrato.
1: Yeah. So what if that bitch starts to, like, pull out some kinks that you're not comfortable with? How the hell are you gonna defend yourself? That uh, shit ain't alright.
0: <laughs> well, I would hope you would talk about it beforehand. I mean, you are gonna get married. Well, exactly,
1: but that's what I'm saying. But like, if you're, you know, you're on the oh, oh, oh. what's the wizarding Tinder app called? Wander.
0: Wander. It would be W A N D R. Wander. Correct. On Wizard Tinder, which is Wander, as we wander, all
1: know. right? So on Wander, yeah. you, you know, you're hooking up with random people. You can't be too safe.
0: That's very true. You want to be constantly jizzling about constantly being safe jizzling. when you're yeah Correct. when you're on Wander.
1: Because, like, some people, you know, they start, you know, trying to slip in, like, a Petrificus totalis on you, and you're like, whoa, I'm not okay with that, but then, like, it's too well, yeah. late.
0: Or you know, they try and put their wand in there, and that's not what you discussed.
1: Well, I mean, that's a little different. Everybody's okay with a little wand play.
0: <laughs> Especially when they're on Wander. Anyway, who are you hexing?
1: Uh, when we're hexing Godric, so every time he laughs, it comes out as a lion roar, because that would just be kind of funny. But I like terrifying. the game Lion, where it like lasts like way too long and it's super annoying. <laughs> I don't know if you find
0: that somewhere and put it in. Yeah, it's
1: probably copyrighted. Don't. <laughs> you know, back in the day, like they it. had like a, like. Think about it, like, 19... They like had an
0: actual lion. 30. I saw the yeah, footage I know. of it, yeah. It's crazy. They had an actual lion. Like a dude. tamed
1: lion, you know? Like let's I'm sorry, Siegfried that's
0: world. cool and all, but not worth getting possibly eaten by a lion. Ah, you
1: know. Wh- whatever goes wrong with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Siegfried and Roy? They're fine.
0: What? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure one of them got hurt. But no,
1: that never happens. They know what they're doing. It's I don't know, bro. I
0: watched Tiger King. <laughs>
1: exactly everybody there ends up fine no missing limbs or oh my god
0: you've never seen tiger king have you bro
1: yes i have
0: so how are you murdering salazar slytherin
1: i'm murdering salazar (laughs) slytherin for obvious reasons i think Mm. i just want to like charm Uh, just crawl up his ass
0: oh my god
1: yeah and he's gonna like it like at the beginning obviously you know, just a tip at least. Everybody enjoys just a tip, but then, like, past that, like, it's, you know, to each their own. <laughs> um, but then, it's gonna be a poisonous snake.
0: And like then... The, like, know. the outside of it is poisonous? So it, like...
1: Well, no, like, once it gets in there, it's gonna be pissed off and biting and trying to get it, get it out? Like, what the fuck?
0: Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Alright, yeah, that's worse than me letting Phileas Flitwick die in a hole. Alright, so, uh, I think I'm gonna... <laughs>
1: I think I won.
0: Um, we'll see. (laughs) That gets decided at the end, contestant number G-Con. So I'm gonna do a little switcheroo. I'm going to shag Rowan a Ravenclaw. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to, after having shagged her daughter, I'm gonna take the diadem back and be like, Oh, I found it for you. It was just in the room of requirement. How weird. And then, you know, it would just... It would devolve from there.
1: I'm confused. I'm not understanding how this is. Coming I'm to...
0: She would just, she'd be so grateful, you know, and then we'd confess our feelings for each other, our our mutual attraction, you know, and then she would wear the crown. I would screw her, like, her while she's wearing the crown.
1: Rowena's just like an old hag, just like smoking on a <laughs> <her> fucking Virginia <laughs> Slam. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) you want me to blow you now like what what do you what do you need (laughs) i'm gonna gonna transfigure my
0: vagina into a penis just so she can blow me yeah why have we not talked about that why have we not read read, read a, a fic about that about people transfiguring their genitalia into other genitalia that's that's gotta be a thing
1: i'm sure it's a thing
0: you know what? That I'm gonna transfigure well, what myself. What about
1: what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. what a about penis, this?
0: and I'm gonna fuck What about
1: transfiguring notes? your penis to be whatever size you want?
0: I mean, I'm sure that uh, we already talked about biggest dickus and like, largio, engorgio,
1: yeah, engorgio yeah. <laughs> pano. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna marry Helga Hufflepuff. <laughs> You know what? She, yes. You, you know what? Her recipes are so fucking good that they're still used today at Hogwarts. Uh-huh. She's just, she's so good at cooking, and, you know, she's so good at eating. Just gonna enjoy myself. Oh, Helga. She's gonna, she's gonna look up at me, you I'm gonna give you, you know.
1: a snack for life.
0: <laughs> her, her with her, um, Refillable cup, you know, just juices dripping down her chin. I'm like, oh, Helga. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, this is a throwback to our Triple Xmas special. Oh, Helga, I, I don't want to be anywhere except with my head between your legs. She's like, oh, Caitlin, should we get married? Of course. <laughs> and then I'm going to um, hex wow. Godric Gryffindor. I'm going to hex him so that he has a really hard time getting an erection. <laughs> I am Godric Gryffindor
1: I'm the best it's ever been except for in the bedroom there
0: I am so at best (laughs) Uh, yeah he's just gonna have he's gonna have a hard time wizard uh, it's unfortunate
1: for him I suppose
0: yeah it's not forever it's just for a little while you know just knock him down a peg I I just assume is really arrogant. That's all. I just want him to, you know, get knocked down a couple pegs. Get off his high horse. Gryffindors aren't all that great, okay? Some of them have erectile dysfunction. And then I'm gonna murder uh, Salazar Slytherin. I'm going to um, get Ronald Weasley to show me how to speak that little bit of parcel tongue he was able to mimic Harry doing. And then I'm gonna sick the basilisk on to Salazar Slytherin. Epic parcel tongue battle. Imperius curse to the Basilisk. And I'm gonna have the Basilisk just eat him all in one bite. Wow. Swallow him, barf him up, and then do it again. And then I'm gonna murder the Basilisk. And before Salazar can die, I'm gonna cut him out of the Basilisk. Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> and then I'm find a guitar for him. Oh, that was so great. Oh, that was a great Shag Mary Hex murder. That wasn't weird at all. I wonder if the FBI is listening that again. Was,
1: that was brilliant.
0: Uh, also, we're down to eighteen listeners. I think Jerry from the FBI decided that we weren't worth listening to anymore because we weren't actually planning on murdering people. Dang, I'm gonna have new goals. Well,
1: that's probably just because the whole fucking story that we're reading is with absolutely no actual smut involved. <laughs> But, I mean, oh, besides God. that, you know, the podcast has been going great.
0: Okay. Do you want to... I think
1: uh, next... Sorry, I'm just venting a little bit. Next time when we pick a story that's over five chapters long, let's let's vet it a
0: little bit better. Hey, I looked at the first two chapters. I, I saw there was smut. And I was like, this is great.
1: Yeah. I I mean, you were not If
0: you wanted a better Harmony fic, you could have looked for it yourself. You know, you get what you get, and Uh you don't get upset.
1: That's the thing, is I think this is a great Harmony fic, but I think the the lack of smut is uh, debilitating its quality.
0: Especially considering, like, that's...
1: And entertainment
0: value. Yeah. That's what I searched for as well. So, like, it came up in the search I was looking for as, like, very explicit, a lot of smut, Harmony... A little disappointed, but it—I it, think it's a really good fan fiction. Just it
1: is, it is like there's this is an intriguing story.
0: I want to know who died, so you know. Can you, you? ask me your random question of the week so we can get to this fan fiction?
1: My random question of the week is: <laughs> Who do you think died?
0: Oh shit!
1: And who killed them?
0: Okay, I gotta say, I think Nathaniel Kenyon is dead, and I think Hermione killed him.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's what happened, too.
0: Yeah, because who else? Unless, like, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. the Nigel. There we go. End names, you know? Nigel Wolpert pops out of nowhere and just murks Nathaniel Kinlan.
1: I I mean, it could be, like, a complete curveball and, like, Ron shows up to save the day by killing somebody. I don't think that's. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That'd be a curveball. Sure.
0: Send the the Griffin Puff to go kill somebody. All right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm sure he could.
1: Luna, Jenny.
0: Luna, Avada
1: Kedavra. They're all there.
0: I don't think Luna could summon enough hate to use an Avada Kedavra.
1: That's true. It could possibly be Jenny.
0: Maybe. I could see Jenny just Avada cadavering his ass. Yeah. I'm okay with that.
1: But yeah, we That's both funny. agree, it's Nathaniel Kenlon's dad.
0: Oh, yeah, he's gotta be dead. Who else would it be? I'm like, you can't kill Harry, and you cannot kill Hermione, because you know what? I'm just- di- I'm gonna fucking flip a table if that's what happens, you know? We're just the episode
1: Jenny showed up on the up.
0: fucking end! Maybe if Jenny showed happens.
1: up. Jenny showed up and Nathaniel if I could offered her.
0: Oh my god. Come on! Then who's Luna gonna be with?
1: <laughs> Neville.
0: <sighs> Theodore not. Alright, are you ready for this?
1: Listen to our Christmas special for really the Luna Theodore not love.
0: I know, right? But
1: like, triangle, things.
0: hint,
1: hint. Oh, if you skipped it,
0: <laughs> yeah, guys. If you haven't seen our Christmas special, you should totally do that. Also, if uh, if you want to send us your shag Mary Hex murders, like uh, of the Hogwarts founders, who would you guys shag Mary Hex murder? How and why? Send that to us at, at com along with your reviews
1: or well, future random questions of the week that you want either of us slash both of us to answer. Because the lord knows I'm running out of
0: material. And <laughs> dirty, dirty smut. Do all of that. We'll we'll read your reviews and your Shag Mary Hex murders out at the beginning of the podcast. Give Jake on a break. <laughs> um, Yeah. Are you ready for this possible smut, but probably not?
1: I hope to god this ends with just some good old just...
0: Alright. Send a, a prayer to the smut gods now please masturbation break <laughs> do 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 ah! well,
1: preparation oh yeah i guess you know we're that expecting it. you don't want to yeah. go into uh, a, a good smut fic fully loaded that's dangerous
0: i'm just managing my expectations you know <laughs> <Jeez>. anyway <laughs> Once the light dissipated, Harry blinked a couple of times in an attempt to rid his vision of the black spots that had appeared due to the bright light. Harry's eyes first traveled to the person in front of him. He just had to make sure, before he could even think about processing anything else, he had to make sure she was okay. Hermione just stood, standing in front of him, and all Harry could do was be grateful that the spell had not been for her. Harry then looked over to the still body of Nathaniel Kinlan, Crumpled on the floor, almost as if he had simply tripped, and he had yet to get up. Though Harry had never liked the git, he couldn't help but feel faintly melancholy for the life that was lost. Finally, Harry looked to the passageway that led to the castle to see who had casted the unforgivable. The first thing he noticed. So was I
1: was. It was not somebody there. It was not Harry or Hermione. That's huge.
0: Oh shit! Okay, 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 okay. The first thing you noticed was the mop of red hair that was. Oh, did I the- nail it? I
1: fucking nailed it! Come oh, <laughs> on, you
0: head. <laughs> Let's see if it's Ronald Weasley.
1: Oh, I said Ron or Ginny, so. Yeah, yeah, I- yeah.
0: But, but, it says, wait, wait. For the text! The first thing you noticed. <laughs> christ the first thing he noticed was the mop of red hair that was messily arranged on the person's head his eyes traveled down to the blue eyes the crooked nose and the satisfied smirk marring the face of the all too familiar wizard so it's got to be ron or somebody else
1: fucking ron Gin-
0: what? Ginny-, what? <laughs> Ginny has brown eyes <laughs> his eyes traveled down to the blue the crooked nose and the satisfied smirk marring the face of the all too familiar wizard Harry blinked a couple of times, trying to see if the image presented before him would change. However, the same wizard stood before them, a dark intent radiating from his being. Hermione had Nathaniel's wand pointed at the intruder, clearly ready for whatever he may dish out at them. Cautiously, Hermione inched away from Harry and slowly made her way to the fallen body. She still had the wand pointed at the intruder, though the intruder had not moved or changed his expression. Hermione made sure to keep her attention on the potential threat the wizard posed. Hermione bent down and confirmed that Nathaniel was indeed dead by placing her fingers on his pulse. She straightened herself out and came into a defensive stance. She remained standing away from Harry, which Harry could only assume had to do with her trying to draw the attention away from his defenselessness and onto herself. Not for the first time that night. Harry felt utterly useless, still tied up and without a voice. There was nothing he could do to help the situation. And then suddenly, Harry noticed that his binds were no longer fortified by whatever charm Nathaniel had put on the ropes. He finally became aware that the charm had probably ended on its own, once its caster had died. Harry looked over at Hermione and was able to deduce that she probably already knew, given that she was trying to draw as much attention to herself without being too obvious, and had been counting on Harry to figure it out and try to unbind himself. Harry's attention was drawn to the intruder once more, only to find the intruder's wand pointed directly at him. Harry looked back at Hermione to find she looked like she was about to move towards where he sat bound together with a menace- When a menacing voice rang out into the small room, Don't move! Hermione's oh, okay. foot froze. So they
1: don't recognize this person. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: Red hair, blue eyes, I mean, could be Ron, but it's apparently not. Harry said he looked familiar, but why uh. is Ron being all weird then? Like, you just killed somebody. This is not a time to play a prank on somebody, Ron. It's obviously not. It's gotta be somebody like else.
1: Weird, like I don't know. Like, I'm still, like, running through the alive Weasleys in my mind being like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, what? Weasleys. what? It's
0: not Ginny, because she does not have blue eyes
1: nor yeah, does she I mean, have a
0: mop of red hair
1: Like charlie bill and it's a wizard i mean that's that's yeah. <laughs> you can start there <laughs> rule Ginny out
0: <laughs> rule Ginny out yes wizard not Ginny. all right well let's find out hermione's foot froze at the command harry saw her give him a quick side glance before she tried to inch towards him again you don't want to test me the voice spoke again warning hermione that she had better not try to move towards harry anymore Harry looked over to their captor. His eyes became locked with the clear blue eyes of its owner, both parties trying their hardest to read the other's mind. Harry regretted never fully mastering legilimency, though he doubted he would have gotten to the point in which he needed to be able to perform it wandlessly and nonverbally. Harry looked onto the familiar face, a feeling of anger reviving at the sight of him. Nigel Wolpert. Dun, dun, dun! Uh!
1: Well, we both suck, and we're both wrong.
0: Well, I said that... <laughs> I said that, like, if Nigel Wolpert just fucking showed up. Which, apparently, he fucking did.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess, I, I, guess, I guess you got it.
0: Yeah, I totally didn't scan this chapter beforehand.
1: <laughs> you cocksucker. Caught me. Is Since there a good smut ahead? Please tell me there's good smut ahead.
0: I, I didn't scan that hard. Ugh. But I... I highly doubt it. Harry realized that since he had punched Nigel for
1: another week. (laughs) That's why
0: I took a preemptive masturbation break, so I could just get all of my frustration out beforehand.
1: Oh, I thought we were preemptively unloading the cannon.
0: No, see, you misunderstood. the.
1: Oh, no. Yeah,
0: yeah, sorry. Harry realized that since he had punched Nigel in the face that one winner's night months ago, he had not given the younger Gryffindor a second thought. Harry knew his thoughts had been preoccupied with the dueling club attack as well as Hermione's sudden turn in feelings. But he also knew, deep inside, that Nigel had not even registered as being significant in the greater scheme of his life. (laughs) If he was being brutally honest, I don't know, Harry, you just pretty much burned that motherfucker right there. If he was being brutally honest, Harry had not even known the kid was still at Hogwarts. (laughs) Harry had actually thought that Nigel had left the school or had been expelled from Hogwarts due to his slanderous comments about Hermione. Though Harry knew that such a deed would not register as grounds for expulsion, he seemed to have just assumed it to be true, given that he had not seen or heard anything related to Nigel since then. Why? Hermione asked. Even in the one-syllable word, the short question, uttered so silently, Harry heard the slight tremble that signified the sadness that she was feeling. Harry knew that despite everything Nathaniel had done, despite his shortcomings, he had still been her friend, someone she had at one point considered to be dear to her, or at the very least, another life carelessly lost, a loss that they had been forced to watch, not to mention the betrayal she had been feeling at seeing Nigel wielding the wand that had cast an unforgivable. Though it can be said that Nigel had betrayed the both of them months ago, it had not been to such a degree in which he would have been deemed unredeemable. Now, with his murderous act, Nigel had become a fully unrecognizable being. No longer could he go back to being just another student, just another Gryffindor. His name would become synonymous, in their minds, as the person who had casted the killing curse on the of Kinlan. It's not your fault. He had to die, Nigel said as he nudged his head over to whoa, where was. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 you, you... Literally change that 180 degrees, so reread that.
0: What? You it's said, not your fault he had to die.
1: But it doesn't say not. It does not say not. Oh, was-
0: shit! <laughs> My brain is just putting those words in there. Oh, shit, okay. It's your fault he had to die. Nigel said as he nudged his head over to where Nathaniel lay. His focus was directed to Hermione speaking to her. But it was all for the best. He continued with a nonchalant air. You see... His parents were actually death eaters, strategically placed on the continent to continue you know whose work. You wouldn't believe the kind of things they have been up to, all hushed up with money and power. I believe it! Wizard conspiracy theory confirmed well, Harry was I mean, surprised.
1: This is like a whole like original character. This is an O C Nathaniel Kenlin, so his parents can be OCs as well that are also death eaters.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I believe it was your conspiracy confirmed.
1: Yeah, that's pretty like legit. You come up with your own OC just to get murdered.
0: I can see why they didn't use Draco. I feel like people have too much. I don't know. You either love Draco or you hate Draco, and I feel like it would be between. uh, I guess guess, he's
1: a dick, but I get why he's a dick. He's a
0: dick. I just I get really stuck on him being like, I hope Granger's the next one to die during the whole Chamber of Secrets thing. I get he's a kid, and I, I don't really think he gets what, like, people dying would really mean. But, like, that's also pretty fucked up. I don't know. I don't like Draco. Fuck him. If people complain about him needing a redemption arc. You know, if he was supposed to have one, J.K. Rowland would have given him one. All right? Bird. <laughs> Harry was surprised by how apathetic Nigel was to the fact that he had just committed murder. Yeah, most psychopaths are like that. I mean,
1: isn't his redemption arc just, like, not being able to murder Dumbledore?
0: But that's not a redemption arc. I mean, there are certain steps you have to follow in order for it to be a redemption arc. You know, he makes himself a better person when he's older, like, as he grows up. But we don't see that. It's just kind of mentioned in the epilogue of how, like, Harry and Draco don't hate each other anymore. It's, like, very underhanded, like, they nod at each other or something like that.
1: Yeah, it seems legit
0: still not a redemption arc harry was surprised by how apathetic nigel was to the fact that he had just committed murder it seemed surreal to harry that anyone could feel no remorse for such a heinous act it wasn't as if harry was naive to the fact that many death eaters had in fact died at the hands of members of the order however that had been during a time of war when everyone's wand was at the ready and the alternative would have been their own death this this had been the act of someone who thought their ends justified the means Harry couldn't fathom what kind of things Nathaniel Kinlan had been up to. However, even Voldemort had died whilst dueling with Harry, not while his back was turned and his focus on something else entirely. Nigel turned his body to fully face Hermione. His wand pointed at her now. You said you apprehended Ambrose Gates as well? He was Nathaniel's underling to do all of Nathaniel's dirty work. Nigel scoffed and you got...
1: (laughs) I'm liking this whole newfound freedom <laughs> of being, you know,
0: muted
1: muting my microphone. Just... and
0: Sing wet ass pussy and dance in the background, because I'm pretty sure that's what you were doing. You're like Mecca running in a pot, that's some wet ass pussy. That's what it looked like.
1: Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs>
0: that's a wet ass pussy. Got and sneak, I need a king cobra. Anyway, Nigel turned his body to fully face Hermione. his wife sure, put
1: that big Mac
0: truck right in this little garage way too close to the microphone, dude. That was, like, fucking... You said you apprehended Ambrose Gates as well? He was Nathaniel's underling to do all of Nathaniel's dirty work. Nigel scoffed. And you guys didn't even know. Though I suppose, in all honesty, Nathaniel wasn't really a Death Eater. He was just an arse who thought he was better than Death Eaters. So I had to kill him. He was going to use you to hurt Harry, and I couldn't let that happen. That doesn't mean you had to... Shut up. You don't get to talk anymore, you whore. Oh, wow. Okay, not cool. It's your fault Harry had even been targeted by Kinlan and Gates, because they wanted you. Well, they this is the-
1: all out of character now, because as soon as he just- said that, Harry would have just been like, vodka Kedabra to you too, motherfucker.
0: Oh my god, I can't even- What? How is Hermione a whore? I don't understand.
1: Well, and she I- was getting around in this story, right? She was dating she- him at one point
0: she went on a couple of dates that doesn't make her a whore let's not slut shame hermione for going on a couple dates with a couple different guys that's just- no
1: but like in his mind she's a whore
0: that's fucked up yeah well fuck him i hope he gets about a body cadaver or at least kicked in the balls.
1: well that's what i'm saying that's 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 what i'm saying this is out of canon now because at this point harry would kill him
0: oh i see what you mean okay i agree It's your fault Harry had even been targeted by Kinlan and Gates, because they wanted you. They wanted you to fall in love with Kinlan so that they could lure you off to the continent. They told me how it was all just a ruse, a way of getting access to your clever mind. They had a future planned out based on delusions of grandeur, with you at the very center of it all. But they needed to get Harry out of the picture. At first... They only wanted distance between the two of you, but I suppose Nathaniel actually began to believe he was in love with you or something, and his pride was most likely hurt at the idea that you didn't fall for him, and then just having you beside him wasn't enough. And because you began to show interest in Harry, that was when Kinlan began to target Harry. Nigel shouted at her, pointing at her with his free hand. It's your fault, you fucking... Harry's body jerked at Nigel's ramblings, wanting nothing more than to be free of his binds. Wasn't isn't he though? I isn't he? he? Already, I thought he was already free. Nathaniel is dead. Yeah, he, he should he's, already be he's free. free. He's Harry, good. just stand up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Harry, you're good, brah.
0: Harry's like that episode of SpongeBob where they think that they're drowning, and ah, the lobster just comes up and pulls them up onto their feet, and they're like, "Oh."
1: SEO wand. Just think uh, that yeah. in your brain, and you're, you're good.
0: Yeah, Harry's not good at wandless non-verbal magic. You know, we the boy knows, like, five spells. We gotta just manage I mean, our expectations for Harry.
1: He's been practicing the summoning charm since fourth year. I think, he, I think he's got it at this point.
0: Ah, oh, you would hope so. Let's see. It was pure instinct for Harry to want to defend Hermione. Pure instinct for him to react at the thought that anyone had wanted to harm Hermione. Nigel's attention was drawn back to Harry at Harry's sudden movements. You would still defend her? Nigel asked in confused distress. Wait, is he like in love with Harry? Because that's what this (laughs) sounds Why are you stroking your own nipple, dude?
1: I had an itch.
0: I thought, yeah, okay, sure. You're getting uh, uh, by this uh, possible Nigel infatuation?
1: Uh, it's kind of cold, so, like, I had an itch on my back, so, I, like, I'm pulling my sweater up to scratch my back, and then that made my nipples get hard, so.
0: Yeah,
1: uh-huh. I just wanted to share. Can you hear you that?
0: Usually sharing is caring, but in this case, dude, you- Hear <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, my God. Dude, what the fuck? No, thank you. Harry's body jerked. Well, it could be at worse. Nigel's ramblings, wanting nothing more than be free, than to be free of his binds, so that he could touch Nigel's hard rod with his mouth, just like Jacon is deep throating his microphone. What? It was, it was pure instinct for Harry to want to defend Hermione. Pure instinct for Jacon to deep throat that microphone. Nigel's attention was drawn back to Harry at Harry's sudden movement. You would still defend her? Nigel asked in confused distress after everything she's done to you this past month alone? Are you so deluded in your feelings for her that you would still think you love her? Nigel continued to shout. Why? She doesn't deserve you. None of them ever did. Oh. Why do you think I nudged Anthony Jenny's way last year? Though, to be honest, who are you trying to fool? Nigel fumed. Well, do you think I had fiend interest in her? The whore who dared to string you along as well as Crumb, McCligan, and finally Weasley? Oh my god, this what an incel. Nigel said in complete disgust as he pointed his wand at Hermione to indicate he was speaking about her. It was all for you, Harry, Nigel said almost pleadingly. Small sparks flew from Nigel's wand, a clear indicator that his Holder's emotional instability was becoming... Too much for the magic to be contained. So let me just... How much you would have bet that Nigel is in love with Harry?
1: That's literally what he just explained.
0: (laughs) Alright, I'm just making sure you're on the same page. Nigel looked straight... Nope. ...at Harry as he continued speaking. I knew. I knew what they were planning. I knew and did nothing because I just wanted to get rid of her. It was supposed to be easy enough without you here. But they hadn't counted on McGonagall asking you to come back to Hogwarts as a professor. Holy shit. So Harry was right to be afraid for Hermione's life. That's crazy. But they knew this year at Hogwarts would be the only opportunity they would have to spend a significant amount of time with Hermione without raising too much suspicion. I had managed to get Gates to trust me enough to let me in on the plan, but I couldn't let your feelings for her get you involved in whatever they were planning, so I had to make sure to try and distance you from her so that your feelings for her would not compromise you. I had thought that if I could make you see that once you had heard the truth of her coquettish behaviors, of her stringing along any mail she sets her eyes on, her ever-growing disloyalty to you, that your feelings would gradually die down, I had thought that you would finally find her as repulsive as I always have, but I had underestimated your devotion to her when you found us in the toilets. I had thought that if you heard what I was saying, you would realize that she is a fucking slut and that she doesn't really care for you, but no, you only cared about her fucking honor. Holy shit. Somebody kicked this guy in the balls. What is his issue?
1: He, he's no, a little with
0: Hermione you. doesn't owe the guy she goes out with anything, okay. there's no stringing them along. They went out on a couple of dates, like how are you <sighs> she She played with your emotions fourth year, dated your best friend years later, doting on every and all male attention she could get, and yet you still defend her, even though her attentions have always been directed elsewhere, but me. Me, I've always remained faithful to you. You know what, Nigel? You don't get to fucking use that word, all right? Nigel said desperately. Even now, she claims it was for you, but it doesn't quite explain her deception, her betrayal, Nigel uh, Nigel added with a growl. I've never lied to you. I only wanted you to see the truth behind her facade. But she, she flat out lied about everything in order to apprehend Kinlan, or so she claims. And there, Harry felt it. It had been only a flicker, but his dick was suddenly hard. That what? But what Nigel had said had ignited the smallest spark of doubt, fed to a greater size by the already existing feeling of anger, annoyance, and betrayal at being kept in the dark for the past month. Oh, come on, Harry! Harry saw the small fluttering of hope come upon (laughs) Nigel's face. Harry could only assume that Nigel had correctly read his expression to see that the first seed of doubt had indeed been planted into Harry's mind. "'Don't you see? She's only using you!' A small trace of excitement laced Nigel's words. "'For the fame, the power, the immunity she would receive for being your friend, for being associated with the boy who lived,' Nigel added in a calmer voice. His voice was so pleading and desperate that, if it had been any other situation, Harry would have felt a compulsion to continue listening to Nigel, to believe his words. Harry broke the eye contact he had with Nigel, not trusting himself in the high-stress situation he had been placed in. His eyes traveled away from Nigel. Your microphone is too good now, bro.
1: <laughs> We're not doing anything.
0: On. I know. I can hear you yawning, though.
1: <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> yeah,
0: that's how good it is now. Harry broke the eye contact. <laughs> He had with Nigel.
1: <laughs> Why are you laughing? What's up? I muted myself.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> don't play. Don't play coy with me, J. Can. Just pretending, trying to look all cute and shit <laughs> while you're fucking with me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Harry broke the eye contact. He had with Nigel, not trusting himself in the high-stress situation he had been placed in. His eyes traveled away from Nigel and looked to Hermione saw the dejected way in which she stood just a little ways away from him. He couldn't remember the last time he had seen her so... hopeless, as if she was expecting Harry to reject her. Well, you know, she's just been called a slut and a whore about five times, so, you know, her self-confidence is pretty much shot at this point. Harry shook his head slightly, which proved to be a bad idea, and further aggravated the ache in his head, to try to rid his thoughts of the small inkling of doubt that had somehow lodged its way into his mind. No, he trusted Hermione trusted her like he trusts no other person in the world. He felt it in his heart, his dick telling him that he did not doubt her love and loyalty to him. Oh, wait, his gut telling him that he did not doubt her love and loyalty to him. But his mind, the so-called rational, logical part of his brain, continued to doubt her, question her actions. Harry's eyes flittered around the room, trying to land on anything but Hermione and Nigel. He needed time to think, and yet everything about the room reminded him of Hermione. There, over there by the mangy couch, he had met Sirius for the first time. Hermione had been there with him despite their, then, belief that they were facing a notorious Death Eater, one strong enough and clever enough to escape from Azkaban. She had remained with him throughout that night, helping him to save his godfather from the Dementors, risking her own life against the known and unknown dangers of the Forbidden Forest to help try and reveal Sirius' innocence and then a year later, despite her reservations, had followed him quite blindly to the Ministry of Magic to try and save his godfather once more, though Hermione had proved to be right in that Sirius had not been in any danger. They should have fucking listened to her. Over there, by the boarded-up window... Oh, no, I don't... Oh, come on. Over there, by the boarded-up window, they had found the dying Severus Snape, whose memories had proved to them all that he was an innocent man. Even then, Hermione had been with him, had stayed with him through the roughest of times, through her own torture at the Malfoy Manor, through the bare existence they had endured for months in the Forest of Dean, even though his best mate Ron had failed to do so, even though there had been times in which he himself had wanted to quit. Hermione alone had supported him throughout the ordeal, had helped guide him through until the end. And here, this very spot, Harry realized was where he had all but proposed to Hermione of his ever-growing love for her, promised a future together, the moment when his love had become requited. Harry replayed the memory fondly, finding solace in the kiss they had shared, away from the grim and dark situation he had been thrown into once again. Harry knew that Hermione was not perfect. He knew he had a tendency to place her on a high pedestal, which enabled him to exalt her of her every accomplishment, But he also knew, of all her faults, the stuff that annoyed him to no end, and inevitability after knowing her for so long. He knew that she was damn stubborn when she set her mind on something, regardless of whether her opinion was accepted or not. Spew for one. She was highly clever, especially when it came to classwork and books, but her social aptitude was lacking given her bossy nature, her inability to quit nagging at people in general, and her inability to speak to Ron without shouting at him at least two times during a conversation. I think that's just how everyone talks to Ron, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's a fair assessment.
0: (laughs) Her volatile temper at times, Ron, canaries, an upset, as well as her tendencies to be narrow-minded and slightly condescending, her inability to accept divination despite evidence that proved her wrong as showcased by the prophecy, It was in light of all of her shortcomings that he loved her. No, love her. Love her because she stands up for what she believes in, even if no one agrees with her. Love her because her temper could match his own and had the ability to put him in his place. Love her because he knew that despite her inability to be like most girls, he didn't want her to be like them at all. Because she was so perfectly imperfect and so very Hermione that he could never ask her to change in any shape or form. Harry closed his eyes, and immediately, his thoughts were bombarded with images and memories of Hermione. Every anxious lip-biting, every frazzled-haired scolding, every cheer, every hug, every smile, every kiss. He felt a small tug at the corners of his lips as a smile graced his face, the more he thought about Hermione. He felt the doubt that had consumed him gradually dissipate from his mind until he felt whole again, totally clear of all doubts. Harry was definitely still angry at being kept in the dark by Hermione, and yet he understood on some level that she was simply trying to protect him while keeping him uninvolved, something he probably would have done if he had been in her position. But that did not mean that he was going to forgive her so easily. I don't know, this seems like a lot of thinking, and (laughs) Nigel Wohlpart's just getting fucking crazier and crazier by the second. a A
1: lot of thinking and not a lot of fucking, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, Uh, next episode, there will definitely be more fucking, promise you. Promise you that, sir. For now, Harry thought to himself. So much thinking. He had to figure out a way to get out of his situation while making sure Hermione was not harmed by Nigel. He had to stall as much time as possible. He knew that his and Hermione's absence would have been noted already. It was just a matter of everyone finding them in time.
1: We should just replace every thought with fuck.
0: <sighs> That's a great idea. Harry
1: fucked following... to himself.
0: Hold on, let me read it over then for now Harry fucked to himself he had to fuck out a way to get out of this situation while making sure Hermione was not harmed by Nigel he had to fuck as much time as possible he fucked that his and Hermione's absence would have been noted already it was just a matter of everyone fucking them in time yeah. <laughs> oh gosh you're wrong Nigel Harry fucked, I mean said, with definite conviction looking straight into Nigel's eyes to make sure he got his cross eyes <laughs> <his> p- <laughs> looking straight into Nigel's eyes to make sure he got his point across. You don't know her, and you sure as hell don't know me if you think that the mere words stemming from the figment of some child's imagination is going to erase every real-life experience I have had with Hermione. You've only seen and heard what you've wanted to see and hear, but that's not my Hermione. He knew he was taking a risk by provoking Nigel. But Harry knew that his main goal was to keep Nigel's focus on him and not on Hermione. Are you so far gone in your delusions of being in love with her that you would ignore every lie she has told you, every smile she offered to Nathaniel Kinlan in your stead? You would allow her to make a mockery of you? Of your so-called love for her? Nigel shouted out the questions to Harry, his rage and frustrations taking over his body. Harry slowly shook his head from side to side and softly scoffed at Nigel's words. No. I know my heart, and I know Hermione. I also know that no matter what you say to me, I trust Hermione, and I trust her with my life until the day I die. I won't let you hurt her. Nigel let out a growl of frustration, Ah! and more uncontrolled sparks flew from his wand. I won't let you ruin your life because of her. Oh boy, she is like a parasite, and the longer you are with her, the more damage you will sustain due to her. I'll get rid of her from this world and pray that you will be safe from her clutches. Really? We're bringing religion into this now, Nigel? I don't know. Nigel pointed his wand at Hermione once more. I won't let you hurt him anymore. You don't deserve his protection, his loyalty, his love! It's not fair that some slag like you gets to be his friend, that you get his trust even though you're nothing but a lying whore. I'm going... Uh, <laughs> I'm first going to give you the same amount of pain you have given Harry, and then I will rid you from the face of this earth. Crucio! In that one instant, as the red light flew out from Nigel's wand, time slowed down. It was as if someone had paused the scene, making it possible for Harry to react. Because that's literally the only way that Harry would be able to react in this situation. With all of his strength, Harry burst from his seat and threw his body in Hermione's direction. He noted that Hermione had also reacted with a smell. <laughs> he noted <Yep>. that Hermione... <laughs> he noted that-
1: smells, those are known to be repulsive.
0: He noted that Hermione had also reacted with a spell that emitted an orange light, most likely the stunning spell. Harry's body collided with Hermione's body as they both fell towards the floor, the spell just barely missing Harry's shoulder. Harry and Hermione both thudded to the wooden floor, Hermione losing a hold of the wand in the process. Nice job, Harry. Time sped up to the normal once more. Harry looked over to where Nigel had been standing to see that he'd also fallen to the floor. However, he was still—he still had a hold on his wand. Harry could see the red-hot fury burning in Nino's eyes as he began to stand up. Harry shifted his body as much as possible, given that his hands were still bound together in front of him and his feet were bound together with a second rope, so that his body covered most of Hermione. He realized Hermione must have gone. Oh, this
1: is past. a total fuck up by the author. She literally said, <laughs> she "Literally said, Harry's no longer bound because the charm." caster is dead whoops i don't well harry realize- just likes being tied up
0: yep he he just he cast that spell back on, him, on himself you know he wanted a challenge
1: oh this would be too easy if i weren't bound
0: yeah he wants to practice his parkour skills all right time sped up to normal once more harry looked over to where nigel had been standing he realized Hermione must have bumped her head and passed out because she had not moved since they had fallen to the floor. Nigel began to close the distance between them, taking heavy steps one by one. Harry immediately ascertained that his only hope was to stall Nigel as best he could until Hermione woke up and would be able to defend, to defend the both of them with the one. He was quite certain that Nigel would not kill him, but he did not want to risk Nigel harming Hermione at all. Once Nigel was only a couple of steps away, Harry opened his mouth to say something, anything, when for the second time that night, a familiar voice rang out in the room. Stupefy! Harry looked to the entrance of the shrieking shack that connected to Hogwarts to see Ginny standing at the entrance with Luna! Not far behind her. Bloody hell, I thought we were going to be too late, Ginny exclaimed in a winded voice as she made her way to Harry. She hurriedly cut the ropes, binding Harry's hands and feet with a simple spell, instantly falling off, no longer fortified by a spell.
1: Okay, so it took a quarter of a second for them to unbind Harry, but Hermione couldn't do that?
0: She had to worry about Nigel Wolpert. I
1: I don't give a fuck. I'm just. I feel like she could have
0: stupefied him during his whole, like, Hermione is a lying whore. Yeah. You know?
1: Hermione's a horse. On, Stupid on. fight, like what come yeah, on, come on,
0: come on, uh... she let him have like his evil villain moment of like ha ha ha, it was all my plan, and this is how I did it, and this is how I'm gonna win, you know Typical, yeah, like,
1: author should have took away the too, wand too from her to
0: too close,
1: taken it away. She didn't need a wand for this. She could have just been unwanded.
0: She knows wandless magic. This Still, is eight- like this is eighth year Hermione.
1: I'm saying it's even worse that she has a wand and isn't doing anything.
0: Yeah, I know. She's like letting him talk when I would have just been like, "And Nigel Wolford is dead now." <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the aggressive podcast. I'm Caitlin. Let's get this fucking over with.
1: I do have to say, like, there's, like, a core of this chapter left. There's still hope. There's still hope they fucking bone by the end of it. I'm glad you're still hopeful, j (laughs) It's, like, the only possible thing that might make this 11 chapters worth it.
0: If there isn't at the end of this chapter, we are going to say what happens when they fuck sentence by sentence. I'll say a sentence, you say a sentence. That's what's going to happen. And now, let's finish this last fucking part of this fanfiction, so 2020 will be over soon! Okay. Harry immediately turned towards Hermione to see how she was. He exclaimed, Fuck. He examined her wounds and made sure that none were serious. Harry gently cradled Hermione's head in his lap. He didn't feel any noticeable bumps or bleeding and felt pretty reassured that she would regain consciousness soon. Hermione, wake up Hermione, Harry gently called to her. Harry blew out a breath of relief that he had not even noticed he had been holding when he saw Hermione's eyes begin to flutter. Slowly her eyes opened and Harry was looking into Hermione's chocolate brown eyes. The uneasy feeling, the fear that had, a grip on his heart melted away. The feeling not unlike when he ate the chocolate that Remus had offered to him back when he was a third year after his experience with Dementors.
1: Ooh, 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 foursome, foursome, foursome.
0: Harry, Hermione, chocolate and Remus Lupin. <laughs> what?
1: No, I'm Who saying Harry, her Hermione, mentors? Ginny and Luna.
0: Oh i sorry, bang I was just saying
1: at the end. Let's go. Oh
0: okay, okay, okay. Hi. Oh sorry. Hi. Harry croaked out, his voice so filled with emotions. Hi, Hermione managed to whisper out. I love you. Harry blurted out in a rushed whisper. Merlin, Hermione, I thought I thought I might lose you. Harry pulled Hermione into his arms, afraid to let go of her. I'm I'm so sorry, Harry. If I had just it's okay, Hermione. We'll talk about it later. I just I just want to make sure you're okay right now. HXH. HXH HXH. Here we go, let's go. Hopefully they're gonna fuck now. Harry slowly came awake. Oh alright. There's one way to wake up. Ha! Oh! oh, what time is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no? Okay. Harry slowly came awake refreshed <laughs> refreshed despite the uncomfortable stickiness in his underpants uh, oh i mean the uncomfortable position he had spent the night at hermione's bedside harry felt sore all over from all <laughs> the
1: come on come on
0: wait hold wait a minute let me read it harry felt sore all over from all the bumping and falling he endured last night harry well felt as
1: sore as all over from the bumping and fucking he had endured last night.
0: <laughs> Come well as- on,
1: Arthur. Come <laughs> on!
0: As well as a cock in his neck. Oh, I'm sorry. As well as a crick in his neck from having slept in a chair.
1: From the Bent awkward over. angle he was eating Hermione out for 30 minutes.
0: Oh, yes, please. Bent over so that his head had been situated next to Hermione's hip. Oh, see? You were right, j <laughs> But still, he felt awake and well-rested. He attributed it to having Hermione so close. He had not let go of her hand all night, afraid that she would somehow disappear. Harry realized that the reason he had awoken was due to the pleasurable feeling of fingers slowly raking across his scalp. He turned just his head so that he faced Hermione. "'Good morning,' Harry said, not even trying to stop the goofy smile he knew he had on his face as he looked at Hermione. "'More like good afternoon.' It's past two, Hermione said, returning Harry's smile, which only helped to widen his. Hermione's smile began to falter as she continued to look at him. What's wrong, Hermione? Are you in pain? Should I call Poppy? Hermione shook her head at Harry. Harry sat up abruptly in alarm when he saw tears begin to form in her eyes. But before he could say anything, Hermione began to speak in a tremulous voice, which pulled at his heartstrings. I'm so sorry, Harry. I knew I was hurting you, but I couldn't. You were finally freed of fighting off crazy egomaniacs last year, and I just, I couldn't imagine putting you through that again. It was selfish, I know, but I just, I just wanted to protect you. You were finally doing what you wanted to do. Me. You were finally happy, and I felt like if I could just get Nathaniel, keep his focus on me, then I could keep you safe. I just wanted to keep you free from all the trauma, but once we found out that Nathaniel was intending to do with the love potion and everything, I couldn't turn back. He needed to believe... I loved him, and that you and I were no longer together. I thought Nathaniel would stop bothering you, and we would somehow find where his parents were. Merlin, Ginny was so angry that I stopped talking to you, and it was keeping you in the dark, but to me, it was the lesser of two evils. Yeah, Ginny told me while you were sleeping. I can't say that I'm happy about what you did, but I do think that I can understand where you're coming from, Harry said quietly. He didn't voice the fact that if he had a real choice in keeping Hermione away from everything the previous year, he would have. Fuck the fact that he probably would have failed ten times over without her. Most likely would have been captured at Bill and Fleur's wedding if it hadn't been for Hermione. But if he hadn't been given the option, he knew deep down that he would have tried to keep her safe by locking her away in some far-off place where no harm could ever find her.
1: Yeah, no, that's always a good option.
0: Yeah, that's just, nah, that's some weird- episode. I love her, I'm
1: gonna lock her up.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Will you, can you, do you think you could forgive me for lying to you? Hermione asked softly. Harry carefully stood and took a step closer to Hermione. He gently cupped her face in his hands and bent down and tenderly pressed his lips on Hermione's temple. He let his lips roam, kissing the corners of both of her eyes, tasting the slightly salty flavor of her unshed tears. Just licking that eyeball. Then both of her soft cheeks, and then finally finding their way to her slightly chapped Harry pulled away only a few centimeters before responding to her question. What I told Nigel is true. I trust you implicitly. I can't say I totally agree with everything. However, I do understand that it was your foolhardy way of keeping me safe. But Hermione, I need you to promise me you won't ever keep me in the dark again. You can't imagine how it felt to lose you. Leaving everything aside, I missed you so much. The thought that I couldn't keep you safe still tears at my heart. Harry said almost desperately. He needed her to know, to understand that her safety was first and foremost his top priority at all times. Hermione nodded in understanding. I promise, she answered with conviction. You of all people should know that I am highly susceptible to having too much moral fiber to not be able to help you in any way that I can, Harry joked, trying to put a smile back on Hermione's lovely face. He was gifted with the tender smile that lit up her face as she again understood, without being explicitly told that the matter would be put behind them, that the trust and love the both of them shared would help to banish any doubts anyway. That the trust and love the both of them shared would help to banish any doubts away. Hermione slipped her hand between Harry's arms, which was still lifted due to Harry still having a hold of her face, and wrapped them around Harry's neck before pulling him down into a tight hug. Harry let his arms travel down so that he could return the hug. I know you guys are by yourself in here, but it is a public room. Harry and Hermione quickly pulled apart at the familiar drawl of their other best no. friend. No, fucking Ron Cockblock Weasley! Get are the, you kidding I'm me? Out of here! Oh my god! You know what? Even Madame Pomfrey was like, you know what? I'm just gonna close my office door, put a little silencio charm on there. Mm. You no, know I'm sure they're gonna wake up soon, and they can fuck in my hospital wing. That's fine, but no. Weasley had to come in here and ruin it. Harry could feel a wide grin form on his face at seeing Ron Weasley leaning against the door to the infirmary. Ron, get over here, you oversized baboon. Hermione called out, laughing to Ron. Ron smiled wide as he jogged a short distance towards them. He bent his lanky frame and gave Hermione a tight hug before straightening out, giving Harry a manly hug with the obligatory backslap to keep things manly. (laughs) Ha ha ha, no homo. When did you get here? Harry asked, once they had pulled apart. A couple of hours ago, actually. The both of you were sleeping so soundly, I figured I could help myself to lunch in the Great Hall and catch up with Ginny and Luna before coming back here, Ron replied. I'm assuming you heard about what happened last night, Hermione asked quietly. Yeah, Jenny filled me in about Nathaniel, and also about what happened with Nigel, Ron said solemnly. Ginny told me you got picked up by two Aurors late last night after the both of you were put in the infirmary. She says he'll be put into a holding cell inside the ministry until he can appear before the Wizengamot gamut for using an un- unforgivable. She said she asked McGonagall what will happen to him, but because he hasn't come of age yet, they don't really know what will happen to Nigel. Ron finished. Harry didn't know how to respond to the news. On the one hand, he truly disliked Nigel for what he had attempted to do to Hermione. But on the other hand, it was just hard for Harry to reconcile shy Nigel Wolpert from fourth year to the bitter and angry wizard Harry had met last night. Harry wasn't sure what to feel. He just knew that, above all, he just wanted to keep Hermione safe and away from Nigel. When do you get discharged from the infirmary, Harry's attention was pulled to the president at Ron's request, which had been directed at Hermione. Harry's eyes connected with Hermione's, and he could see that she was having similar thoughts to his own, but neither voiced their thoughts out loud. Poppy said I should be out by dinner tonight. Hermione responded, her eyes still locked with Harry's. She broke the contact by turning his head to look at Ron. Will you be staying long enough to have dinner with us? Harini asked. Ron nodded genially. Yeah, I don't have to report to McGonagall's office until late to take the flu back home.
1: Yeah, I'm just sad. Oh, because there's,
0: it's not going to happen? There's no, there's no sex.
1: There's very there's little no chapter left.
0: Legit Harmony smut. You know what, I'm gonna have to con I'm going to have to find you some actual Harmony smut. because This
1: is bullshit.
0: This is not fair to you.
1: They yeah, in this entire happy. eleven chapters they haven't actually fucked.
0: Nope, Harry just his pants.
1: Harry just his pants, and Harry had sexual dreams. Yep, they cuddled. That's it.
0: Hermione smiled at the news, and Harry had to agree that he was looking forward to spending time with Ron. Well, we still have a couple of hours to kill before you discharged. Do you want to play wizard's chess? Ron asked hopefully. No one ever wants to play chess with you, wizarding or otherwise, Harry responded dryly. Hermione let out a small chuckle. How about we play exploding snap instead? Ron's shoulders deflated in disappointment. Fine, but only if we play wizarding chess at least once today. I can't ever find someone to play with me. Harry and Hermione both chortled as they forced the issues of Nigel and everything that had happened the previous night behind in their minds, at least for the time being, and focused on spending a nice, not so quiet afternoon just being themselves. HXH, HSH, HXH. Fucking end of story <sighs> I'm, And uh... then Harry told Ron to get the fuck out of the <laughs> hospital wing and climbed on top of Hermione. Go.
1: He started by kissing her earlobes and moved down the nape of her neck.
0: Ooh. Gently pushing down the sleeves of her hospital gown, he kissed further, looking into Hermione's eyes as if silently asking if he could touch her.
1: Unsurprisingly, he felt Hermione's hands crawling up his own set of wizarding ropes. Crawling. Crawling. As he felt her lightly squeeze his ass cheeks
0: he is straddling her so i mean ron has not even left the hospital thing he turns ron turns around and is like oh shit closes the hospital wing door so her mind hangs the
1: do not disturb sign As- up on there
0: <laughs> puts a sock on the door <laughs> calls dobby asks for a sock oh, of course mr weasley yes mr weasley here's your sock mr weasley puts a sock on the door
1: dobby's dead
0: Dobby suck. You know what? Let me have my. <laughs> All right. So she's pushing down his wizarding robes. Let's see. Her mouth <sighs> moving forward, placing gentle kisses on Harry's chest, running her hands down the taut muscles of his abdomen.
1: Oh. Okay. Harry's firm member sprung into action. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> <D-ding. laughs>
0: you gotta listen to our Christmas special because when we were joking about. Theodore's boner popping up. I put in a bunch of uh, funny sound effects. I just want you to know that. So his boner springs into action. Yes.
1: Yeah, that was a sentence.
0: All right. Fine. Fine. Suddenly, as if they just can't get enough of each other, Harry frantically pushes down Hermione's robes as Hermione pushes his up, you know, because easier access. Pushing so like, him down onto the bed. Up,
1: down, up,
0: down. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. That's not what I meant so he's he's gonna Harry slides down Hermione's hospital room slowly you know squeezing her tits
1: oh jeez you know, that was horrible all right pushing down her gown exposing her soft round breasts and oh warm brown nipples
0: are we doing black Hermione is this black Hermione I'm excited. is this black Hermione should I be excited
1: no what
0: why are nipples brown?
1: Are your nipples not brown?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I just checked. I don't think so.
1: Are they just pink? Yeah. Brown nipples what? are normal? Du-
0: no, you got uh, like a dusky pink. Hermione's nipples have already been described as a dusky pink. So you're just going to have to find
1: Fine. Over. Her dusty pink nipples. Dusky. Dusky pink nipples.
0: Ooh. Also Very known thin.
1: as pinkish brown.
0: Harry leans down, dipping his head to capture one of her dusky pink nipples between his lips. And Hermione moans.
1: That's what I was going to say. Her
0: her fingers tangling back into his hair. Go ahead. Uh-uh.
1: Harry's hands wander down the small of her back and caress. Oh, wait. He's on top.
0: Yeah. He's straddling her.
1: Mm. I got it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So Harry just took a nipple in his mouth. Caress. And now... His hand travels down to Hermione's waist, grabs her ass firmly, oh. and swings her on top.
0: Oh, shit. This is so bad. I'm just imagining them like when Guardian Leviosa and like, whoop, and now Harry's on top. This is great. Okay, 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 okay. Hermione's hands reach for his robes, pulling them up as he pushes down her knickers. Well, no, I'm going to go with he pushes her knickers aside. Aside. Yes. Frantically feeling for the hurt hot core.
1: Uh, oh, God.
0: What's he going to do now, huh? What's he going to do now, j He's,
1: uh... <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> about he's, he's got five fingers. Are you going to use any of them?
1: He just... Wait, wait, wait. He just flipped her, and then she exposed him.
0: Yep. She's pulling up his robe. So that she can get to him. And he's pushing aside her knickers to touch her. And he's trying uh,
1: to touch her. Hermione's hands find his hard shaft.
0: His weeping member.
1: Yep. Yeah. And she... Gasps. Strokes gently.
0: Just feeling how hard he is. Oh, Harry, you're so hard.
1: Feels his entire manlyhood.
0: <laughs> Your face.
1: <laughs> and cusp. His testicles in her hand. Oh. oh. There we go.
0: Oh. Gently feeling his testicles. Harry moans, growling as he plunges his first two fingers into Hermione's heated core. Now I'm just stealing shit from the previous episode. (laughs) Gently feeling her.
1: Hermione moans and begins to wobble. Gently rock against
0: his fingers.
1: Against his fingers. I said wobble wobbles her core against his fingers
0: okay yeah Uh, J-Con you make sure you email me the only copy of your fanfiction and I'll make sure to just delete it wobbles oh my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) your turn Hermione's wobbling on his fingers Hermione's wobbling on his fingers
0: continue okay um if you
1: need a masturbation break go ahead i understand
0: (laughs) i'm trying to figure out what you mean by wobble all right um hermione's gonna be like oh harry harry Harry, touch my clit harry brings his thumb forward gently pressing against her sensitive bundle of nerves her he hears hermione's breath hitch in her throat as her back arches into his fingers and Harry can't help but take grasp his other hand his in- grasp his engorged member with his other hand. Well, no, that's not what I was gonna say. Damn it. Oh, me. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say he was gonna grab her throat.
0: What? Dude, come on. This is the first time they're having sex. Oh. He's not gonna go all like, ah, 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 ah.
1: like a gentle, you know. He's he's got some kinks.
0: I can see. Have it. you read Have you read Harry's Happiest Christmas? No. You should you should read that. I'm just saying. So Harry's gonna grab his engorged member, slowly stroking as he strokes Hermione, moaning in, in tandem with her.
1: And he feels his hard tip stroke against the glistening core of Hermione, not sure if he's teasing himself or teasing her.
0: Harry, Hermione gasps, and Harry pulls back, afraid he's gone too far. Harry, please... Harry, I need you. Hermione gasps. And Harry can't think anymore. And plunges his cock into her. Yeah, I'll be slowly, because, you know, she's a virgin. So you don't want to just, like, full on, you know. Yeah. You say that part.
1: (laughs) Harry enters (laughs) Hermione's sweet (laughs) vagina.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Feeling the musculature surround his engorged member.
0: Am I going to have to burn this episode? Because technically it includes your fanfiction. What do you mean? Because <laughs> I told you that if you're writing that fan fiction, you need to print it out and burn it. Um, technically you're writing this fanfiction so we're going to need to burn this episode afterwards. I think it's perfect. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But we don't want to just like leave our audience members hanging.
1: Right, because this is bullshit.
0: Yeah, okay. So... Harry's. God.
1: He comes instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's over.
0: Uh, okay, so Harry comes instantly. <laughs> and Harry's like, God, Hermione, I'm so sorry. I just. Oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. So Hermione's like. Well, no. Me,
1: Harry. like, Harry's just like. Oh, 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 and like in pain. And then Hermione just like doesn't stop. And like it's even more painful. And then like Harry's just like.
0: And it, it just like. Why is like, it painful?
1: What do you mean? Cause super sensitive. If he's like finishing right now,
0: oh, so she just keeps like going.
1: Oh yeah, she oh, just like pounds okay. so, harder. And Harry's, Harry's just, like freaking
0: out. Yeah, yeah, Harry's losing his shit. Hermione is now on top somehow. Like he's literally- fallen backwards, and she's just followed him. No, Hermione's on so, top. That's what I'm saying. Exactly.
1: So they switched and then entered, and then Harry's just like instantly. <laughs> And then her mom <laughs>
0: is just like, oh no. She oh, uses like a fucking oh. stasis charm on his dick so he stays hard, but he's still like super sensitive and she's just riding his dick. She grabs her wand. She's like, stasis! <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. I'm not done with you! Uh!
0: <laughs> Masturbation break. Ah! And that's all the story And then Madame Pomfrey walks in with a nice tall glass of water for each of them. And they're just both sitting there really freaked out.
1: If you a alone time or any pointers, just let me know. I'll that be sounded right really over good. here.
0: <laughs> Padfrey just hands them both wizard condoms some wizard plan B.
1: That went well.
0: Alright, so, uh, that was the end of Back to School by Fruity Rowing. We really I mean, did enjoy your Harry, fan fiction. If
1: Barry's coming, his pants...
0: Wish there if was more spine.
1: If, if Harry's coming to her, them grinding. Oh, him. yeah. I can't even Definitely.
0: imagine. He would like. Instant he'd get like penetration. the tip in. Yeah. 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 He'd, there'd have to be at least like the a hand job, a blow job, and yeah. then he'd be able to like last through penetration. Okay. He'd have to already have come like one or two times. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's only 18.
1: Oh, this is awesome.
0: And. Scary and, and he's, like, he's, oh,
1: he's been like separated from her for like a few like a week or so
0: yeah. yeah well more than that because of the whole like it was a month of her like ignoring Harry yeah he's, he's so called, like, silly
1: in that
0: hospital oh it, most definitely I'm surprised he didn't come himself once he had just you know slit his fingers inside her yeah he
1: probably did
0: I'm surprised he just didn't jizz through his fingers <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> might have been real weird, but yeah, but you know, anything's possible fingers. in Wizarding Britain. Right? My hole and my
1: middle finger at the tip. What comes out of there?
0: Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this last episode in our uh, freestyle smut at the end. Um, or,
1: it was necessary because Fruity Rowing did not do herself justice,
0: or themselves. You know, we did. De- we demand more smut. You know what, you know what J-Con? More you... coming. There is more yeah. coming on that front. <laughs> more coming. Are you going to, you know what, j You need to pick our next fanfiction. No, I can't do that. Why not? Nearly when you picked the bum-ass Christmas one. Yeah, nobody else saw that fanfic before j just magically found it on his own.
1: This was true. You gave me the search criteria and the website, but then I picked it out. I said to the
0: fucking... Oh my god, okay. But what should our next pairing be, then? Um, we unfortunately can't do Fleur de la Cour and the Giant Squid, because it is tagged as non-con. Juamana, it's only 752 words. I can read it to you right now. Let's see. We might try that one out. Let's see. Yep, yeah, so it's how Fleur de la Cour failed the second task.
1: Exactly.
0: This is so That's it's perfect! <laughs> I know, it's but so, it's like it's fucking perfect. It's really short. Hold on, hold on. You'll see. You'll see. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a about- lie. She screamed hysterically. Le camas géant me ejaculate dessus. Elle est angula. On mange du l'espermé. The giant squid ejaculated all over me and then the Grindelows ate the spoof. My book. And then Fleur remembered nothing, but failing to get past the grandilos. That's why we can't read it on the podcast, Chicon. But you're welcome! It's great, though. It's great. I love the French. The French is amazing. Le car me et dessus Mangez tout Oh la la! Et voilà! See, this is what I took French for. This right here. That sentence. That Sentence. is why I took French. Le calamar géante mais jaculer de mange tout l'esperme. You know what? I think I'm gonna use that every day. I'm surprised I didn't learn that sentence when I lived in France for six months. You know that that is just something I probably should have known.
1: What it what's the sentence?
0: Le calmar géante mais jaculé dessus les l'estrangulant on mange tout l'esperme the giant squid ejaculated all over me, and then the grandilos ate the spoof. <laughs> you know what? j that happened to me every day in France. It was the weirdest shit. That's why I only lasted six months there. <laughs> you
1: yeah. could only take so much spoof.
0: <laughs> there was, was so much spoof. Et l'estangulant et manger tout le c'est pas possible, j'ai... Je comprends pas. C'est dégueulasse, en fait. En fait, c'est dégueulasse. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I can't believe it. It's gross. <laughs> That's all I said. I wish I could remember more French. But anyway, thanks for listening to the Hot and Potter podcast. <laughs> I've been Caitlin. That was J-Con. And uh, Woo! we have a Twitter, but don't tweet at us, because fuck Twitter. And uh, we got a Facebook. You made uh, it uh, through. And Oh, uh, my God. We'll see more 2021 with, Smut hopefully. But still the tout I mean that is some really some important knowledge to know, so
1: it's a good one.
0: See you next year for the rest of whatever the fuck this is. Nothing to say, j Okay, well, bye! Happy bye! New Have a wonderful day! Happy new smut and a happy new smut We wish you a merry smut Miss, we wish you a merry smut Miss, we oh wish God. you a merry smut Miss, and a happy new smut